For all you lovers of the Beehive State, welcome to the Utah Fan Club Podcast, where we're spreading the buzz about why Utah is the bee's knees. This western state is quite the hub to learn more. Join with us at the Utah Fan Club. Having the opportunity to interview all these amazing local businesses here on this podcast has given me the desire to start my own. My little corner of the Utah business world is called Reminisce Audio, and my desire is to take the hard work out of preserving your memories. So you might be thinking, what exactly is Reminisce Audio? Reminisce Audio provides the opportunity for you to give a unique, personalized gift. So maybe you're getting your siblings together and you're recording memories of your parents and what you admire about them. Or perhaps it's getting your grandparents to share their advice to their posterity. Or maybe it's a gift to yourself to document your love story, your child's birth story, or the obstacles and trials that you've been able to overcome. The thing that I enjoy most about audio is that you get lost in the story. You stop looking at how the person is dressed or what they look like, and you just focus on the words. With video recording, it's hard to forget that the camera is there staring you down, documenting your every move. But with audio, after a few minutes, you forget the microphones are there, and it's just another conversation. If you're interested, if you want pricing, if you're just curious, head on over to remnisaudio.com. That's R-E-M-I-N-I-S-C-E audio.com. I just want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. And as a sign of my gratitude, you will get 40% off the entire order with the code UTAH40. That code is good for multiple orders until October 1st, 2019. Also, before I forget, we have gift cards as well. So head on over to Remnus Audio, and I hope I get the opportunity to help preserve your memories. Hello, everybody. This is Mandy, the secretary of the Utah Fan Club, and I am back here interviewing today with Heber... Clausen. And my name's Steph, and I'm the ambassador. And as you're listening to this, if you haven't looked at Heber's Instagram, go to it. It's Cakes by Heber. And it will be fun for you to see the stuff that he's doing as we're talking about it. He just like looks around and sees, oh, look, I need to make a video. Let's use a poster board. Whatever he has, he just like takes it and creates with it and makes something freaking awesome. He's 16 years old and has this Instagram. He's reached almost 100,000 followers. He's at like 99 point, I don't know what. And he's all self-taught, doesn't have a branding specialist, doesn't have marketing experience. 16 years old. Heber, we are so excited to talk to you. We think that you're so cool, so... Thank you. Stephanie told me about you and I was like, what's the big deal? He makes cakes. And then I went to your Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, totally blown away. Thank you. And Mandy here, the reason I asked her to be my co-host is she enjoys making cakes. So she gets all all the lingo of things. Oh, okay. I don't know about that, but I have attempted the large cakes a couple of times. <laughs> I'm sure they look great. They're definitely a lot of work, but also fun at the same time. Yeah. So let's, do you want to just take us back to, so you said that the first cake that you designed was for your mom's birthday, right? Yeah. And also don't think of us as creepers because we've looked a lot at your Instagram. So okay, we <laughs> we're going to okay. <laughs> be referring a lot to that. We're but. creepers for a good cause. Yeah. Creepers for a good cause. I like that. Were you just like deciding to make a ordinary cake or what, what was your experience with that? Okay, so throwback to October, me and my siblings were like planning it and we were like, oh shoot, we don't have a dessert. And so I just like went into my pantry 
and I found like a cake mix and I was like, okay, I can do this. So I got a couple of cake pans because like my grandma used to decorate cakes. She'd hand me down a couple of stuff. And this is like my first cake ever. So I had no idea what I was doing. And so I went to Walmart, bought like one offset icing spatula because I've seen people do that on like the Food Network and stuff. I've seen like they use that. And so I go bake the cakes, decorate it while they're still warm, basically do everything you're not supposed to do. <laughs> it looked like it looked like crap. And I decided to decorate it with a drip that was like in style back then, I guess. And so I did that. And my sister, she was like, hey, that looks pretty good. Why don't you make my wedding cake? Whoa. Yeah, just from your first cake. It's like a wedding cake's a big deal. Yeah. I know. I have a feeling it didn't look crappy, though. <laughs> when you're no, like, it, it looks like crap. Trust me, it did. But the important question is, how did it taste? Oh, um, it tasted like a box mix. It wasn't, I don't know. I don't, I don't personally like box mix. I think they're like kind of cheap. I agree. I mean, the frosting was good. See, and that's all that I know how to make is box cake mixes. So I'm like, oh, this is a whole new world of (laughs) cakes from scratch. I know how, like there's ways to doctor up the box cakes, but they're still not as good as, you know. Yeah. You got to go home it. Right. You need those good ingredients, the good butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so then where did things go from there? I made a practice wedding cake uh, just to, because I don't want to like have the next cake be a wedding cake and it absolutely sucks, which it did. The practice wedding cake absolutely sucked. Um, but I just like threw some succulents on there and like it kind of helped a little bit, but not much. And so, like, I kind of had a little more confidence at this point. And so the wedding was coming up. I was like, shoot, I got to get on it. Like, with the practice one, I ran into a problem with the bottom tier, like, not being able to support the top one. So my sister's actual wedding cake, only the top tier was cake, and the other half was Rice Krispie Treat. Oh, clever. Yeah. (laughs) Clever fix. It didn't really work because she wanted a naked cake. And so you could totally see that it was Rice Krispie Treats, but it's fine. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's the story of the wedding cake. And then it just kind of kept going from there. Okay, because when I was looking at your Instagram, I thought that was it. I saw your geode cake and I was seriously so blown away by that. Like I've never seen one of those before. And I was like, that one was my brother's wedding cake. Okay, so this was another sibling's wedding cake. Oh, that cake. was my brother's wedding cake. Okay, I couldn't, I was like, I yeah. know it was for a sibling, but I didn't remember. Okay, so this was like later on then. Uh huh. This is like several months after like working at stuff. Yeah, I saw that cake and I was just like, wow, like where did you get the inspiration for that cake? My brother, he's always been like the outdoorsy type and he married someone who is the exact same, but they just go camping like spontaneously, take a trip down to St. George and camp. They have a truck and they've got like a tent in their truck bed. It's like built onto it. And so they can go camping whenever. In Utah, we have geodes and stuff that I've seen. And so I was and I've seen like other geode cakes and stuff. So and I've always wanted to do one. And so I was just like, hey, that'll be the perfect cake for them. I think that was like so impressed by that. And then it just made me curious, like, where do you get your inspiration for all of your cakes? Um, I get inspiration from everywhere. I don't know. I'll see like a painting and I'll like, say, oh, I can make that into a cake. 
or like a towel or something just stupid stuff like that look at the tree oh wow that can be a cake and then obviously like other people on instagram too because that's something i noticed i'm like very individual vibe like this artistry that's very individual and so cool. I don't know. I just really love it. I think it's great. Oh, well, thank you. So I do have some questions. <laughs> Me be- being one that have, has attempted like making cakes myself. And so these are yeah. like kind of weirdly specific, <laughs> weirdly specific. Oh, it's okay. One of my questions is like, do you freeze your ke- cakes in between? Like, yeah. how do you decorate that? You know, I'm still in high school and stuff. I have to like space out the baking and the decorating. And so what I'll do is one day I'll bake all the cakes, I'll wrap them in plastic wrap and stick them in the freezer. And then the next day I'll decorate them while they're still frozen because it kind of sets the buttercream, like it like freezes it and then it doesn't move around as much. And so then I'll do the crumb coat, stick it in the freezer for five minutes, take it out, do the final coat, stick it in the freezer and then do like the decorations and stuff. Oh, that makes sense. I saw how you did that striped cake, which I've never seen before either. And I was like, I don't even. And then I watched the videos of it, of you doing that. I was like, how does he do that? And then I'm like, I wonder if he freezes that. I was just so curious. It's like, I just freeze in between each step because I feel like um, working with a uh, like a colder cake and then use it and then I heat up my cake scraper. Like oh. I feel like I have more control when the cake is frozen and I can heat up the scraper and then like it kind of melts the butter and like smooths it out. This is just and it makes it a lot easier. Blowing my mind right now. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for you to take all these tips, Mandy. No, and seriously, stuff for us to eat. I know. I'm like okay so impressed by your cakes and also like i just want everything out of his brain so i can try this myself speaking of like these delicious cakes are your family and friends are they sick of eating cake or are they loving that you make all these cakes my family they're not sick of it they just they'll just be like oh why don't you make something else it's just a lot of cake you know anyone gets sick of like a lot of cake and stuff (laughs) and like i don't even make like that much because i um i sell some of them and then, like, I'll give some away to, like, my friends. I'll post on my student government group chat just saying, yo, I've got seven slices of cake up for grabs. Um, first come, first serve. And people will come oh in, like, minutes and get them. I was going to say, I'm sure your friends and neighbors all love you. They're like, we will take your yeah. cake. <laughs> so they just come to your house and grab it. That's great. Uh-huh. Or sometimes I'll make deliveries if I'm feeling extra generous. <laughs> <laughs> You're a kind soul. Speaking of that, so when I was looking at your Instagram page, my three-year-old daughter was looking at it with me and she was like, she saw your lemon cake and she's like, I want that cake for my birthday. So that leads me to the question, how much do you typically charge for cakes? So for that lemon cake, it was a six-inch cake and all my six-inch cakes are four layers. And I generally charge um, 65 for a six-inch cake. That's like around, but if it's like really extravagant designs, then I'll charge more. And if it's like a specialty flavor, like marbling or something like that, then the price goes up as well. I feel like you could charge more. I know. That's what I was thinking too. Like (laughs) they're just like great price. So impressive. We're going to be driving up to Brigham city to get these cakes. I know. Seriously. (laughs) Do you have like a favorite part baking or decorate? Like, is there something you like more baking, decorating or? Uh, I definitely like the decorating more. Like the baking, it's just kind of like tedious, but you guys do the baking in order to do the decorating and stuff. Yeah. I just feel like it's uh, more fun to decorate the cakes because then I can like do what I want 
and like I've got like this vision in my head and I can like see it like coming to life as I'm doing it and I think that's really cool yeah I feel that same way though about podcasting I love the interviews but then I don't love the editing that goes with it and so I have to try to make it like get through it to be like okay but like the fun (laughs) part of it so yeah I get that yeah but okay because it sounds to me like you're a little bit like I am a little bit of a I don't mean this to sound mean, but a cake snob. <laughs> like you only want to eat the good ones, not the ones that are boxed. Oh yeah, I I dislike box cake mix. Before I've never had homemade cake. Like I've always just been used to the box mix. I didn't really like cake because I was just like, this is just like kind of like eh. Like I'd rather have a chocolate chip cookie, you know? Yeah. Once I like started getting into cake, started recipe development and stuff, I just made recipes that I really love. Yeah. Because they gotta taste good is right so do you like playing around with flavors though my favorite cake flavor i've ever made it's a chocolate cake and then i do like a fresh banana filling salted caramel and pecans so good gosh that sounds amazing yeah but i haven't gotten too adventurous okay this is one more like weirdly specific question hey no i'm glad that you have these specific (laughs) questions though okay so what are your like favorite cake baking tools my favorite cake baking tools hmm a good question i feel like most importantly you need a good turntable and like the good ones are 50 dollars or more but they'll last forever so it's kind of like an investment but it's worth it i use the ateco 612 one i think i don't know the numbers but i know it's the brand ateco and it's just like really sturdy it's made out of cast iron and i know it's gonna last a while and then I also use a small offset spatula and then a large straight spatula. I don't know why. I just hate the um, bigger offset spatulas. I, I like the control of the smaller ones. Yeah. So what's an offset spatula, though, for those of us that don't know baking terms? They're like... Okay. I'm trying to describe it, and I'm, like, using my hands right now, but you guys can't see me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's, it's like, I don't know. It's got this handle, and then it's a metal thing and it goes out and then curves down and then goes straight again it's really hard to describe it is hard to describe i'm trying to think of how to say it too i don't Wait, even yeah know. you know what it is i know what it is yeah i know what you're talking about i'll just trust you guys yeah so. just just google it you'll see <laughs> sure. pictures you'll know. yeah and then what all three things sorry i cut you off there and then um a metal cake scraper that again you can heat up and like it helps smooth it out a lot easier Oh, that's cool. I just think that you're fascinating, Heber, because people spend so much money trying to figure out how to get Instagram followers and how to market their businesses. People ask you, how do you get all these followers? And you're like, I honestly don't know. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's so cool because you're just putting out what you want. And it seems like you aren't putting all this like, oh, it has to be a certain way or theme or you're just doing whatever you want yeah i actually didn't want to create an instagram account i thought it was kind of like stupid but my mom she told me to make one because she saw this there were other cake accounts with followers and stuff she's like you should just make one and so i did and i just i didn't like oh i have to post at this time every day and it has to have this certain theme with it i just started posting whatever 
and people just started following and I was like blown away. I was just like, what is even happening? Well, but you're also very authentic. Like you were, you did this question and answers. This is me being the stalker that on Instagram and looking at everything, but you, it was like one of your first question and answers. And then you're like, okay, that's it for today. I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) I just was like, oh, I love that. That you're just so honest about it. Sometimes it's, bit me in the butt because someone got offended but what are you gonna do can't please everyone yeah and then the other thing that I think is really cool like you had how you do your photography and this is just like blew me away that your backdrop was just a cookie sheet yeah and then is it cardboard like is it Uh poster board that's just there Uh uh-huh so I used to just use a cookie sheet and then a poster board and that's it because I didn't have anything else I had no idea like about food photography to me, they look good. And some of them, like, looking back, they do look good. Like, it was fine for what I had. Mm-hmm. And then I just went to Dollar Tree and got um, a couple white poster boards. And then I started using that. And so it's all just, like, really whatever I could find. But that's what I love because I think a lot of times people think, oh, to share my passion or to put this out there, I have to have the right tools. I have to have this all in place. And you're just using what you have. And like, I went back and looked at your pictures. I'm like, oh yeah, that backdrop totally is a cookie sheet, but it looks awesome. It looks like totally professional. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, do you use a special camera? Are you just using your phone or? I'm just using my phone. I don't have any special That's what I thought too. I was like, yeah, go Heber. This is crazy to me because you say those people, I am those people. I'm like the person that's like, okay, what do I need to buy to get the backdrop to make it look like all professional and cute? And Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, a poster board? Okay. Well, and I'm sure that there's like tons of those mommy bloggers or people that have invested all this time and money and they see your Instagram account and they're sort of like, how the heck? He's just, he's using a cookie sheet and a poster and his phone, you know, and they're investing all this stuff. But I think that also shows too, like your cakes, they look awesome. And like your talent is really using what you have. Yeah. And you would never yeah. even know. Oh, no, not at all. Like, never know. If I didn't watch all your Instagram stories, I would have had no clue. Or like, <laughs> it's fine. He's just a 15 year old's professional. 16. Oh, 16 year old. 16. I'm sorry. Keeper. Oh, it's okay. 16 year old professional baker, professional photographer, professional videographer. <laughs> yes, That's what it looks like, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, thank you. So how do you make your videos? When I was first starting, I would get this um, dresser pullout thing. Like it was just one of the drawers in the dresser. I would set that on a chair. I would get my Amazon Echo and some bananas and stick my phone in between those <laughs> and just film on time lapse. <laughs> were you were so cool. <laughs> so I feel like he's just like a little creative genius. Like, I know. And I love that you just go for it too. Like, so is that how you still do it, or no? I've the bananas have rotted, <laughs> and so I used that banana setup for a while. And then once I got um, a bigger following, um, this company reached out to me and sent me this like phone holder thing, and I've been using that. Okay. So do you have like do you have a a lot of people that are like wanting to sponsor you now or like sending you product like please use this product i've got i wouldn't say a lot like i don't know i think i've had like um probably like 15 or 20 companies like 
reach out to me and like try to send me stuff and i've generally like accepted um most of them but some of them i'm just like uh it's not really my thing like i don't want to be like promoting something that's not like that i wouldn't would never use yeah have has anyone sent you something that you're like this is awesome like all the things people send me i'm just like this is so cool like i'm just like getting sent free stuff and i haven't I don't pay for it. This is like a sweet <laughs> get up. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that first time that someone sent you something free, were you like, wow, I'm like a legit well, Instagram influencer. I was kind of skeptical at first. Cause I was like, do I give them my address? Do I trust these people? <laughs> Are they going is to toilet paper it? me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who yeah, is this? Where I live. <laughs> That's so and then funny. I was just like, Oh, what it. do I have to lose? And so they sent it to me. And I was just like, what is like, I just felt like so weird about it. And all my friends, they were like, you're getting sent stuff in the mail. Like, I don't know, because I'm from a small town. So this stuff doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it would be exciting because like, I don't know. Sometimes I see stuff like that'd be so awesome, but it's like so expensive. There's no way I can buy that to try it right now. But then if someone's just like sending it to you, it's like, yes, sweet. Like, this is so sweet. Yeah. So being from that small town where you said that stuff doesn't, I mean, I feel like, aren't you from Brigham City? That's not that small of a town. Well, I live in Perry. Oh, you live in Perry. Hey, we did an episode with Nilton's Fruit Stand. Do you know that in Perry? Uh, yes, I've been there a couple times. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the owners. So many Nelsons in my neighborhood. Like, I live, like, within walking distance of four Nelsons. Oh. <laughs> He's like, that's how small of a town yeah. I live in. <laughs> but so has did that sort of change as you like i mean because you almost have a hundred thousand followers that's a big instagram influencer has that sort of changed how people perceive you or especially in high school i feel like yeah i i don't know i mean i guess you're already in student government and stuff but did you feel ever have a moment where like you felt like you were getting too into it and you had to back off or not really or 10 questions in one (laughs) <laughs> yeah i try not to um get like too into it like this isn't something like i've been dreaming of is becoming <laughs> an influencer and so it's just like it's just something that happened and so like i just treat it like that like i don't spend all my days like oh how do i gain more followers more and more and just like i just like it's whatever like if people want to follow me great if they don't want to follow me great and i feel like um, the people in my like high school, they're just like, they just think it's like, uh, like a cool thing that just happened. Mm-hmm. Like, like, of course, like my friends and stuff are supportive of it and stuff. And I don't think I've ever like been like made fun of for it, I guess. Well, no, because you're making them cake. So <laughs> <laughs> of course people are going to be supportive. And I've noticed on some of like your stories, like people will ask really random questions and it seems like it's an inside joke and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. interesting that you would know that fact, whatever their handle. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that actually would be really fun to have people that just sort of tease you with like these inside yeah. You're just like putting really awesome, good, creative stuff out in the world. And I feel like that's just coming back to you, you know? And do you want to have your own cake business one day? Is that, I mean, you ha- you do, you're selling cakes, but like your own bakery, I guess. At the moment, I do not. I really like don't like taking orders. So I take like a very limited amount, just like payback for all the ingredients and stuff. I don't like when like someone demands that they have it look a certain way because then I just, it's no longer fun for me. They're just like telling me what to do. And like, I don't get to like, 
I have the opportunity to do what I want to do. Yeah, to be creative. Because there was like a point where I was taking a lot of orders and people just like kept like telling me like how to decorate and I didn't have any time to like do like stuff that I wanted to do. And it just like didn't become fun. And this is part of the reason that I feel like I relate so much to you because like with any of the podcasts that I've done, I've never looked at the stats and people are always shocked. Like, why aren't you looking at your stats, you know, or I... I don't care to have a sponsor because I don't want to have to get a certain amount of followers and I don't want to have to create yeah. certain content. And so, yeah, I totally get where you're going with that. It's nice to just be able to have that creative outlet that it's something fun that you can do. Uh-huh. So like, as for now, it's just a hobby and I want it to stay that way. Do you bake other things? I've seen other things on there on your Instagram account and I was like, I wonder if he does other things in cakes too. Uh, yeah, so, like, I used to bake cookies and stuff just for, like, our Sunday dessert. Like, I would always bake cookies or lemon squares or just stuff like that. And then, like, so, like, I enjoy baking other things besides cakes, but, like, right now my focus is cakes and stuff. When I was young, I feel like I spent so much time watching TV, and it was like, oh, my gosh, I love that you're just, like, taking time to, like, develop this really, really cool talent um, that you can use for the rest of your life in whatever way you want to, you know, like you could use it for a career, you can use it just as a hobby, however you want. But the fact that you're developing such awesome skills at such a young age is, it's just really cool. Oh, well, thank you. Well, and to be able to use that for your resume too, whatever job like you want to do, how you said that you don't want to have a, a cake business, but like, it just is unique or a college application or whatever. It's a unique yeah. way to get you into some doors. Uh-huh. So do you, I, I can't remember if you answered this question in my research that I did of you, but I mean, cause you're 16. I wasn't thinking about what I wanted to do, but um, do you know what you want, want to do before? Um, no, I have no idea. Hey, live it up. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right now, I'm just, like, kind of living in the moment. I feel like I've got two years left of high school and then another two years after to figure out everything. You have so much balance. Like, he's so wise for <laughs> a 16-year-old. Okay, here's another question that I saw on my paper that I want to ask you. So you're self-taught with your cake making, and I'm uh -huh. assuming you've probably learned a lot of things, like, online. Do you have, like, a favorite resource that you go to online? to like learn i say self-taught and by that like i don't know i just would always watch like the food network and stuff i was always into like the cooking shows and stuff yeah and so like i would watch them i, I would watch like shows like cupcake wars and stuff and i'd just be like might as well try it and then like i feel like the best way to learn is just trying and then learning from your mistakes yeah i don't true. really have like one resource okay i totally do the same thing my husband and i are way into the great british baking show We've attempted yeah, oh, many different things show. off of that show. <laughs> Mary, that old lady. Oh, she's so funny. Shout out to Mary. I'm sad she's gone. Oh, yeah. Did she pass it's away not the or same. did she? I don't well, know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I she's not, not on the show sad. anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't watch the show, but the way that you said that, it just made it sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope she's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to Mary. I think Mary Berry's just gotten a little too old for... <laughs> That yeah. kind of rigorous work. Such a calming show, but it's intense at the same time. I don't understand it. I know, right? Like, 
I, I know my, like when my husband and I have attempted stuff, like they just make it look so much easier and then you're doing it and you're like, this is not easy. Yeah. So with that, I mean, so you're grabbing inspiration from these shows and, and different things. One of your stories, you talked about how a topic that you get passionate about is copying um, and that you said that like just because people come out with stuff at the same time, it's not being copied do you want to elaborate more on that? I want to give you this chance to be on your soapbox to talk about copying. Uh, yeah, I feel like if someone posts a cake at the same time and they're similar, I just feel like you need to like support them instead of like bringing them down and stuff. Like instead of like saying, oh, you copied me, like give me credit. This was my design. You should be like, oh, great minds think alike. Like, let's be best friends. Exactly. Because I feel like I always say that there's a corner of the World Wide Web for everyone, you know, that everyone has something yeah. different that they can bring to it. And maybe it's the same, like, color of cake or whatever, but one person adds a little bit of flair and someone else does something else. And especially with fads nowadays, like, yeah. there's going to be similar stuff around. Uh I am actually passionate about this topic too, because, and here's why, because I think a lot of people, like, I think they kind of like lie to themselves and they pretend that like, they had this completely original idea and, and that it was theirs. And I'm just like, no, art is inspired by other art and it's inspired by everything around you. So like, in my opinion, I feel like there is no truly like original idea. I just feel like everything comes from everything. So you can't, it's hard for me to say like, you stole that idea. It's like, what do you mean? Like, you know, it's all out there in the world. Like everyone's being inspired by stuff. And so to me, I'm just like that. I just don't like that at all. Yeah. I just feel like everyone needs to chill out. I'm sure someone invented cakes, but they're long dead. (laughs) So one thing that we noticed is that you did a Utah cake. And as the ambassador of the Utah Fan Club and the secretary of the Utah Fan Club, we were really impressed with your Utah cake. Are you talking about the delicate arch one? Yes. Well, that one was kind of a hot mess. Like, I'd like to redo it, actually. That one was like a rush order. And so I didn't really have enough time. To, like That was one where someone wanted it Utah themed. And I like thought, well, what's like the most famous thing in Utah? Delicate arch. And so... I just, like, I didn't have enough time to do it how I would have wanted to. We still thought it looked great. So you you can be, because we're always looking for members to join the Utah Fan Club, so you can be the official cake maker for the Utah Fan Club. <laughs> All right. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there that they have experience with cake boxes, but they haven't made cakes from scratch. Do you have any advice for beginners of what to do? Um, there are a lot of great sources out there of people who like share step-by-step instructions on how to like perfect a homemade cake. When I first started, like I wanted to just try like a homemade cake. And so I went to cake decorators that I follow, Cake by Courtney, and she like has so many great recipes. That's what I used for the first month making homemade. And they're like dang good recipes. That that's who I have attempted to make her cakes as well, Heber. The the three cakes I've made were cake by Courtney cakes. And they were really good. You did the Biscoff one. Yeah. So, yeah. I know that this was a question that was asked a little bit. Do you have any recipes anywhere or? I did on my YouTube and then I decided to take them down because they weren't in my eyes good enough. And mm-hmm. so, like, I want to, like, nail them all and then, like, maybe when, like, they're ready, then I can share them all. 
Oh, that is cool. I know I was curious because you said you have like a buttercream recipe and I feel like I've tried different buttercreams and like even my, I've tried cake by Courtney's and a couple times it has not worked out for me. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I was like, I want to try Heber's buttercream yeah. recipe. <laughs> well, maybe I can send it to you. The one I have now is good. It's just, I, I don't want to film an entire another YouTube video. Yeah. Like explaining it all. It's just a lot of work. Oh, for sure. How long does that usually take you, like your YouTube videos? Um, it's mostly just the editing that takes forever. Like, it takes like a good three to four hours editing, like the, to the point where I was happy with it. I bet because you're aren't you speeding it up a lot and. Well, that's for my Instagram, like little time lapse of the cakes. Those don't take too long. They take like fifteen minutes to edit them. It's just the YouTube when I'm doing like real time. Oh. It just I have to like cut out a bunch of stuff because no one wants to watch a forty minute video of me making butter. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get that. Well, Heber, thank you so much for spending yeah. time with us and, and chatting. Thank you, guys. I, I feel like I need to meet you guys now. Yes, that would be great. I might have to drive down and get a lemon birthday cake for my daughter because she's like the next. So we looked at your page and the next day she's like, Mom, I want to watch the cake shows today. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I was like, that's not a show, but it is. Yes, there are move, like little movies on someone's instagram i guess we can watch that so we now have like a daily watch the cake shows so you're big with oh, the that's... four-year-old <laughs> yeah <laughs> my niece does the same thing oh really yeah yeah it's well it is fun to watch though i will say so heber how can people get a hold of you if they want to ask questions or order cakes yeah so if they want to like order cakes i'll direct them to my email because I get like so many DMs that they get lost and they're like, I was just going through my DMs uh, yesterday and I saw that I had missed like three people wanting to ask about cakes and the date has already passed. And so like, I just like started directing people to my email. Does it feel like overwhelming sometimes, especially since it's not something that you like plan for or made goals for? Like a lot of people are like, okay, I'm going to make a goal to get to a hundred thousand followers or whatever. And for you, it just yeah. happened. Does that ever feel kind of like overwhelming? Yeah, definitely. At times it gets overwhelming. Like I can't like respond to everyone's DMs because I'm already like kind of busier. Like, and so I don't have time to respond and I feel bad, like not getting to them. Yeah, hopefully people can understand that you're like 16 years old and you're just having fun and you're still like living your life, you know? <laughs> yeah, and generally most people like do understand that, but there's a couple people I've had to block because they were just like straight up rude. Yeah, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm they like, just don't no get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no negativity in my life. You're blocked. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because we don't need those for sure. Well, I feel honored that you answered my message in your Instagram DM that it didn't get lost. Yeah. I know. So oh. we could do this podcast. We're lucky. <laughs> and what was your email so that people could get a hold of you? It is cakesbyheber at gmail.com. Um, well, Heber, thanks so much for taking time to chat with us. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks for listening, Utah. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Wazi Tech, Utah's premier IT support company. They will help you with any of your IT needs. Go to www.wazitech.com. That's W-A-Z-I-T-E-C-H.com. If you love the Beehive State, we're here to tell you why it is great. From Lake Powell up to
to Bear Lake Our scenery you just can't fake Our number of counties is 29 All with plenty of places you can dine This western state is quite the hub To learn more, join with us at the Utah Fan Club mm-hmm.